Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. Would you like uh, one of these delicious brownies that I baked? Ooh. I mean, I'm not going to say no. Well, here, take a bite and cue music. (laughs) And welcome to another fine episode of Pandas Talking Games. I am your host, Phil, who is known to make a dessert or two before a game. And I am your other host, Senda, who sometimes feeds everybody. All right. <laughs> Senda, what's our topic for? Well, actually, let's before we hit our topic, let's yes. just frame this out. Uh, this yes. episode will be shorter than normal, probably. Um, yeah. We are recording on kind of an accelerated time frame. All my fault. Uh, I had a family thing this weekend. My uh, oldest graduated high school. And so it was an entire weekend of family and events and party and commencement uh, and all that stuff so when we normally record was just knocked out of the way and then there was no way there was no way to get it in during the weekend so it is monday evening which puts this episode really late in order for us to get it out by wednesday correct yeah i mean it's the reason we moved things to wednesday so i'd have a little more time but you know it worked out for this week that we'll still be able to get it out (laughs) yeah yeah. so we're just we're gonna we found a topic that we liked but honestly it was a topic that i wasn't 100 percent sure we could do like a full hour on but I definitely wanted to talk about it because it is a thing that has come up in my games and it's a thing in my game groups and the thing that's come up in your game groups. So we're going to tackle it here in a slightly more truncated episode mm-hmm. because we still do want to get a bamboo lounge in tonight. Yes. So anyway, I'm going to take a deep breath while yeah. Senda introduces our topic for this evening. Cool. Cool. So uh, this uh, was an email from Nissa who asked, so listening to your latest episode, you mentioned this and I thought of it. Bribing the GM and bribing the table as a player or a GM. Let me explain. It's more treating the people that you play with with cold drinks or maybe having the pizza show up. I made a large dinner once, bacon-wrapped roast, large chicken drum wings, mashed potatoes, corn, and peas, and gravy, just because I had mooched for a while and I liked the group. What do you two suggest? <laughs> First of all, that menu sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, I would totally be down for bacon-wrapped roast. Um, I might pass on that part, but that's because... I mean, that contains um, both of the meats you don't eat. Yes, so. exactly. But little but, do you but, know little do you know that that team-up is very delicious. Anyway. Yeah, but chicken drum wings, like, I'm still there. There's still lots of food for me in that sure, sure. schedule. Sure, sure. So yeah, what we're going to talk about tonight is we're going to um, look at um, Nissa's question about um, making food or providing food for your game group. And then we'll talk about that kind of in the broader scope of um, food in your in your game group and like who's responsible and how to, like, you know, how to work that out if you're worried about um, if you're worried about kind of working that into your social contract or, um, you know, other things like that and it's gonna you know i guess if we wanted to put some um i don't know if we need warnings but just you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about economics we're gonna talk about you know um sharing and and all of those things so you know just i I guess we'll just throw that out as like a little content warning i don't think it'll be anything major or triggering but we can't talk about you can't talk about food without also talking about money right those two those two are intertwined 
The other thing that we should maybe just say up front is that um, we don't actually have show notes written out for this episode, so bear with us. When I said we were doing this truncated, (laughs) you are correct. We don't have notes. Mm -hmm. uh, We don't have time. Yeah. And um but we love you guys We're gonna so do much. I'm gonna do the little I'm doing the little pinchy <laughs> heart oh, thing. Oh, little pinchy right? heart. Yeah, yeah. pinchy I, hearts for everybody. Yeah, we love you guys hands. so much that uh we just didn't want to cancel a show. So we're gonna actually do this in freeform style and uh, that means it's going to be just a tad messy, but we'll slow down and take a breath so that we can kind of do it conversationally and unbeknownst to you guys, uh, we will use hand gestures to signal one another so we know when to cut in and out of each other's conversations. Like like the little pinch hearts that no one can see. Is that what this is called? What is this called? I, I don't know if it has a real called? name. I just, um, what is it? Your Korean dad? Yeah. Always does it. And I just, yeah, I love it. A, right? The it's little, a thing. Yeah, yeah. the little, little heart. Anyway, good. Moving right along. <laughs> All right, so so let's just let's talk about let's talk about like as close to Nissa's question as possible. Which is what? Do, what about what are your thoughts are on making stuff for your game group? Well, okay, actually, I think it's like making stuff and or bringing stuff, and I I want to. I think I have kind of a spectrum of experience with this, sure. and so I want to just kind of describe really quickly. Um, and maybe thoughts along the way. Maybe that makes the most sense. So my first experience with this was actually in college when it would get really late and the DM for my D&D game would get tired and the rest of us wanted to keep playing. The way that it worked was whoever bought him a Red Bull got some number of experience, right? So that he would keep running because he'd get a Red Bull. Um, And that was straight up bribery because we were bribing him with a Red Bull to keep running the game. (laughs) Sure, sure, (laughs) sure. And it was acknowledged on all sides that it was bribery, right? Um, More recently, I do much more likenesses saying where it's a treating the table kind of thing. And it's been a variety of um, circumstances ranging from the fact that um, I tend to be a little bit of a mother hen, especially if you show up at my house. Um, I have a thing about making sure that people are fed around mealtimes. And that, uh, of course, ends up colliding with the start time of my game night, especially when you have people like Wen, who shows up with a bottle of white wine and a bag of gummy worms. And I go, have you eaten dinner? And he says, yeah, this is dinner. And I go, no, it's not. (laughs) Um, So there's like, there's an aspect to that. Or Jake, who shows up and he says, yeah, I had two Oreos and like uh, Capri Sun. <laughs> like what? No. So that's that's sort of one aspect, right? And then we've also gone through phases as a game group, which we sort of phased out again. We went through a phase there where like we actually um, for a while I fed everybody. Um, one then you know we kind of almost started passing it around a little bit and then it kind of faded off again because it's a lot of work and none of us really have time. So um, I guess in summary, that's sort of the range of experience that I have with kind of treating the table. And I think it's a pretty broad range of how that can effectively happen um, from a social perspective. Um, So I don't remember what your question was. No, it's fine. I think we can start. I think we can <laughs> start, start right there. Yeah. And I, I, I'll give my experiences. So for most of my gaming career, 
uh, we didn't really do any of that, right? So, like, because all right, so let's be honest here. Um, one, I didn't, I didn't actually game in college, right? So that's a that's a thing. I didn't actually like the gaming scene when I was in college, so I would only game in the, during the summers. Yeah. Um, which might also explain why I did so well in college because I wasn't gaming. You weren't gaming while yeah. I was in college. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so for most of my game groups, uh, and we're going to talk about this later in the episode, we had a uh, bring, uh, like bring food, uh, or chip in for food kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to be super stereotypical, but like we were all like teenage guys, and like no one really cooked or anything like that, right? So this was, we were very much a culture of uh, bring, like bring and buy stuff. Now. Uh, when I and I'll tell the story. I guess I can. T- I'll I'll mention the story now, and then I'll mention it again later. So when I was uh, dating my ex, there was a period of time where she was like, "Oh, this is a social gathering. Hmm. Your friends are coming over. I should cook food for everybody. Like I should make dinner <laughs> for everyone before the game." Uh, and we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but we had to, I sat down and we had to have a talk about that because um, money and economics and all of that. Um, so we'll get into that a bit later. So we then, you know, just kind of went back to uh, buying, bringing that kind of thing. And now that I'm living on my own, I and, and I can cook stuff and make stuff. I like to uh, make stuff for my game group and I haven't done a ton of it yet, but like my last aux game, I had uh, just practiced making blueberry muffins. And so I had extra blueberry muffins and gave everybody muffins at the, at the game. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'll have anything this week, but I think, you know, probably the next week I'm going to have like bread that I will have made. Oh, so like, yeah, we're going to make bread. Yay. Yeah. We're going to make bread in like two weeks. And so, yeah. so I like the idea of actually making stuff to uh for my game group like this is not a thing i've been able to do before but very quickly since i've been on my own cooking is becoming a love language i like cooking for i like cooking for my kids Mm -hmm. um when you come visit i cook for you which is you know a complete reversal um from your own life right where you are the primary cook in your house everybody comes to my house and i go oh i care about you can i feed you Right, you come to my house and I'm like, sit down, I'm going to make some dinner. I'll make you food. And I go, yeah. oh, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm going to sit here and watch you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes we do it. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we did it. Like when last time you were here, we did a couple did of together. Uh, meals yeah. together. That was right? Good. But then a couple times I'm just like, sit down, I'm going to make you something. It's really and, and so now, like, I like doing that for my group as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's great. But let me tell you a few pitfalls. I'll, I'll tell you some, and then as you think of them, like jump in as yeah. well. Yep. So I think one of the, so obviously I think the most obvious pitfall to this is that uh, depending on the size of your group, depending on the frequency you play, this is money out of your pocket. Yeah. Uh, that you, that you are spending. Right. Right. And it can get expensive to suddenly feed like five or six people like once a, a week a, instead of like two or three. Like, sure, like a bacon wrapped roast and uh, yeah. chicken drum wings and all of like <laughs> if that is a one time thing, like it's not, you know, it, it is a, you know, it is an expense and you can, you know, you do it when you can do it kind of thing. Uh, the danger, I think, is, you know, if it's expected, if it becomes expected, mm-hmm. like if people start to just expect that it's going to happen, etc. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I think one. 
there's sheer economics in this. And, you know, it's one thing to be like, hey, I'm going to pick up a thing of cookies and bring it to the game. It is another thing to be like, I'm going to lay out, um, you know, a uh, multi-course dinner. Yeah. And I I even like when I was sort of feeding everybody, there was one night that I was like, I don't have time, which I'm going to come back to that thought in one second. Um, and I was like, cool, I'm going to buy pizzas. I didn't end up buying enough pizza for everybody. So, um, you know, someone else in my group very kindly actually went and ordered more pizza because we were a little scant on the pizza. But like, that's, I mean, you start ordering from not, you know, $5 Domino's and that gets pretty expensive pretty quickly to feed well, I mean, six of us at the table and a child is seven people, right? Like that's not a small number of people to eat to 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 feed, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so that's that's a, the next one that I wanted to specifically mention is time, right? So part of the reason that I fell back out of this um, is that I do not have time between the end of my workday and when people start showing up at my door. Um, and I will be running around flustered and stressed out trying to make food while everybody else chills and like catches up and stuff. Not that they wouldn't help. Right. But like, you know, in your kitchen, like, how do you how do you tell someone else what to do when you have like the mental list of everything? It's I'm not very good at sharing cooking duties as a general rule. You are the exception. <laughs> well, I mean, look, there's a lot to just letting someone into your kitchen and work in your space and how do you even know how to hand off stuff or which stuff and like there's a lot that goes into that i I, even more problematically i don't always have a recipe so i can't say to someone give me half a cup of this i'm in my head going it should be about like zed you know and how do i convey that information well it might just be easier to make it myself right like so that's that's where i run into problems so time is the other, I think, major limiting factor in terms of being in, in terms of expectation of feeding folks, just because he and and also again, depending on the group size, right? It's one thing to make enough that you have extra of what you were going to feed, you know, yourself or your family unit or your household or whatever. If you're making that already and you just make like a little bit more, that is a different scenario than making like and five more helpings, right? Like, which changes all of the equations of actually cooking the meal. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you scale up a, like, if you're making like a, um, yeah, if you're making like a crock pot thing where it's like, sure. all right, I'm, putting all, I'm no throwing problem. all this stuff in, it serves like a hundred, right. and I just like <laughs> throw a bunch Walk of away. ingredients in, turn it up, you know, and go. That's like, that's one thing. If you are preparing stuff if you are preparing a meal if you are preparing more than one thing as part of that meal yeah like you know it's a timing thing so time i think is absolutely a thing i sometimes have weekends where i have a little bit more time than others and you know other weekends i'm kind of um can you know i'm constrained for time so yeah it's tough to know you know which um like, will I have time to make something for everybody? And, Which is well, kind of why I like confection. Like, that's why I like um, things yeah, like baking. muffins and brownies, because I could do it a day or two before. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing that I was going to say to that, too, is it also depends on when you play, because you play on weekends, which means you have potentially the time before yes. you play. I play on Thursday nights. I get off work at five and people start showing up at six. Um, I, I hopefully get at work, off work at five, right? Like, that's sort of a 
sometimes it's a pipe dream. Sometimes I get off like more regularly, 522. 530, so half an hour is like not really enough time to make yeah, I mean, a quantity so that's of like, people. <laughs> yeah, I think that also plays as, as a factor into time is like when is when? your game, yeah. right? And what is your free time in relation to it, right? So yeah. if you... um you know, if you work, if you have certain set days off and your your uh, game day falls on it, you have more time. If you're like me and it's a weekend, like then you, you may or may not have time, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I think, so those two things, right? Money and time. Money and time. Money yeah. and time are definitely a factor, right? The next one, um, which I think if you've been playing with a group long enough, you will know this, but uh, dietary um, yeah, restrictions. Yeah, dietary restrictions. Yep. Right. So, you know, if I was making dinner for if I was making dinner for um, if I was making dinner for my group, I have a pretty wide range of things. There are a couple things I need to just kind of like not too spicy. Right. With, you know, you got Bob, I got Bob and <laughs> Jerry to some extent. Right. So not too spicy, um, which is why things like brownies and stuff like that wind up being really Super safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you could just, you you know, you will, you'll know your game group. If you, if you're new to a game group, this is probably a thing before you show up with food you want to kind of feel out is like who can eat what or can't eat what. You don't want to show up with, you know, um, peanut butter chocolate muffins to find out that somebody in your game group has like a, you know, serious peanut allergy or somebody in the game group is diabetic and can't pile into, you know, the two cups of sugar that goes into these brownies. Um, yeah, well, I, so one of my favorite quick, like, weeknight meals is um, various riffs on a kind of Asian-esque noodle bowl, because then I sure. can just do, like, noodles and then chop a bunch of cold veggies on top and be like, it's done! Um, but the sauce that I usually do over that, I make out of a bunch of soy sauce and a bunch of peanut butter and then like some garlic and you know some other stuff in there right Just garlic and ginger really um i call this meal when poison because he's allergic to both peanuts and soy um and so while i have fed it to other members of my game group whenever i make it i'm literally sitting there saying to myself this is when poison like i cannot right yeah <laughs> you know so so obviously like you have to you know th th that's the next thing you have to take in consideration is like who can eat what and again um, most people are pretty open about what they can and can't eat. Um, if you have like, if you have bought food or brought food, you probably also have picked this up, but it does not worth, it does not hurt to ask, right? Yeah. Just to clarify, yep. um, you know, to say something like, Hey, I was thinking of making muffins. Is, would everybody be okay, okay with yeah, would, would this be okay? Is everybody cool um, with these list of ingredients? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm going to make muffins, you know, can I, you know, like, would is blueberry okay? Like, is that something everybody can eat? That kind mm -hmm. of thing. Anyway, so time, money, dietary restrictions. I, so I think if you address those things, right, all of those things, I think it's fine. I think, and this to me is where the treating everybody part, I think is the really important part is that as long as it doesn't become expected upon you. Yeah. Right? I, so, I, I, I say this by, let me be clear. Yeah. If you are very okay with those three other things, right? Time, money, and you understand the dietary restrictions, and you yourself consent to saying, hey, I love you guys. 
I would like to make you dinner before our game each week because I love to cook and it's no big deal and I have money, whatever, whatever. And and everybody's like, oh, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. You know, that kind of thing. That's that's perfectly fine, right? That's Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's your that's your choice. And that's you expressing it to your group as, you know, this is what I would like to do for you. Think that's great. The danger is just, and this is a social danger, is that if you're if you do not explicitly make clear that this is a one-time thing. Yeah. Or this is an all the time thing. Yeah. Then we start to get into uh, a territory where people might expect it or you might put upon yourself the pressure of having to do this because you now think it's a job you are responsible for because I know you, you would absolutely yeah. do this, right? You I did for a little bit until we yeah. actually, I think we actually had a conversation that was like, yeah, we're all going to go back to y'all are responsible for your own food before you get here, right? Like we had that conversation. 100%. That, we went back to that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's the danger, right? The danger is setting the correct expectation for mm. this treat. If it is a one-time treat and you're just like, hey, don't worry about it tonight, everybody, Right. You know, maybe somebody's short on money or somebody was short on time. It's like, hey, don't worry about it. I'll just pick up pizzas for everyone. Fantastic. Um, That's great. The dangers is when this becomes something assumed. Like, let me give another example. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you're with the gaming group and uh, it's time, like, it's time to order food. You're ordering pizza and somebody's like, hey, I'm picking up pizza like I'll pick a pizza for everybody tonight. Um, and then next week somebody can pick up dinner for everybody yeah. right? or pick up pizza or whatever. If you have not had a very specific discussion about everybody's economic situation, yeah, uh, you could be forcing somebody into a very kind of uncomfortable place because there is a difference between I have 10, $20 or whatever to get, um, to put in my share for myself, food yeah. right? each week versus, you know, every, like in four weeks or whatever, I got to spend $60, $70 on everybody's, you know, yeah. on, on dinner for everybody or and if it rotates to different places or whatever, right? Yeah. That's a, like, that is a thing that you should not make out of an assumption. That is a thing that you should work into your social contract. Like, that's yeah. a thing to have a discussion, talk about, are people comfortable with that? Um, I know that like there have been times in my game group where there have been pretty wide economic disparities between yeah. members of the game group. Yes. And I will also say that there have been times in my life where, and actually one of them is right now, where I actually make a lot of money. I don't actually have a lot of money. Yeah. Right. I have, you know, child support and stuff like that. And so while on paper I make a lot of money, my bank account in actuality says a, says yeah. a very different story. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of thing, and again, this is the one pitfall of this, the kind of treating is when it turns into some sort of expectation, obligation, commitment. Um, and it's okay to do that consensually. It is n- like it's not good if it just manifests. Yeah. And so the, the the one that's going on right now, and I don't think that we necessarily take it as an expectation because it is appreciated every single time as like an, ooh, 
exciting a treat is and we've said this before brett brings beer right like brett brings the beer and he does it consistently and reliably because he likes to stop at that particular liquor store because they have a very big variety but he also very kindly always picks up something that he knows i will like (laughs) yeah which is super sweet right um and like always super appreciated even if like i'm starting to acquire like quite quite a quite a set of delicious things because i don't really drink a lot of nights other than game night but i like to drink a beer i mean the good the good part is game night the good part is you could now signal to brett like hey we need to have a fridge clean out night (laughs) like don't bring anything new we just, I'm putting out all the things we have. Everybody needs to drink Everybody one. Everybody needs to drink one. Um, and they're so delicious. Like, I don't even know how I would pick because there's like so many delicious things in there now. But, um, but yeah, no, actually last time I was like, hey man, don't, don't bring beer. Like, I'm not going to drink tonight. And he was like, too late. <laughs> I was like, right. oh no. <laughs> so and he's again, like, I won't it, bring you next time. I was like, cool. But so I have something delicious and grapey electric sunshine or something right but um like but much appreciated right absolutely and and that's not a thing that's like so if you're if you're gaming around a meal time right if a person is treating everyone to just bringing some beer if say for instance for instance brett can't make it to the store yeah it's actually okay right like, yeah like it's nobody's, fine because nobody's gonna be like uh excuse people, me well, not only that, but people still had dinner. Right. We still yeah. ate food because we're all responsible for our own food. The The beer is nice. It's fun and it's cool and it's tasty. Right. Um, but, you know, or even on nights when he can't make it in person, like, it's fine. Yep. Right? So in my group, in my, um, in my one group with um, Jerry, Chris, and Bob, Jerry, and actually this is true in all my groups with Jerry because this is a Jerry thing. Jerry always brings snacks to the game, right? Just, he just, whatever he grabs, wherever he finds it, he always brings stuff. It's usually maybe a couple drinks, um, some chips, whatever. And, um, and I, the way it is, like, Jerry just brings it. He's very generous, um, has the means to do so. And, you know, we'll do something like, uh, you know, we'll grab an Arnold Palmer, right? Jug of Arnold Palmer. And then, like, you know, veggie sticks or, you know, whatever, uh, animal crackers, like doesn't matter, whatever. And, and, but here's the point, right? None of us really like, none of us put in orders or anything. Like it's just yeah. Jerry's being generous. Jerry grabs whatever, whatever he wants. he's into that night. And, yeah. and Jerry's got good taste in snacks. Like he's been a gamer forever. <laughs> like everything <laughs> he brings is good. And it's like, yeah, this is fantastic. Um, but that's just like a Jerry thing. Now in my other game group, uh, my other game group, which is like currently running Knights Black Agents, we play at um, we play at Sean's house, and Sean likes to cook for everybody. Yeah. So we will often at the like we play on Sundays. So on Monday we'll start having a talk about like what should we do, and in the summer months it's easy because Sean's like I'll fire up the grill, yeah, like I'll get some hot dogs, hamburgers, like yeah. I'll get some Italian sausage, whatever, and what we will often do is then the rest of us will bring other parts of that meal. Yeah. The so buns, the chips. somebody will bring buns, the chips, the dessert, like whatever, like we'll bring all those other times where Sean has made stuff, especially like in the winter months when it's like, Hey, I'm making this crock pot thing or I'm making this casserole or whatever. A lot of times the way we'll do it is just, we'll all kick in 
like 10 bucks to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, you know, quick pay, everybody just PayPal's them 10 bucks after dinner kind of thing. Just so that, you know, it's not all coming out of his pocket. Like it's very generous that he takes his time to make it. And, um, and that kind of thing. But we're all like, well, if you're, you know, if you're doing that and you're feeding all of us, let, let, let us all kick in some, you know, some cash or let us bring the other parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because then that shares out. But often if he's like cooking the main part of it, like I like sometimes I will kick in some cash and like bring something kind of thing because, you know, you're feeding like five or six of us and, you know, we're not small dudes. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're making crockpot pulled pork, like. You had to buy a not small piece of um, like pork shoulder or something to get in there. So anyway, um, in that case, like that social contract, and I, I don't think we did a good job of formalizing it, but enough precedent has been set that um, that we're good with it kind of the way it is. And the default is always if Sean doesn't have time, then either we will order out or, and sometimes if, you know, if like, let's say Sean doesn't have time to cook, um, but, you know, we can all like order pizza or something. And other times maybe Sean has something going on and he's like, look, I, you know, like normally our doors open at five, but this case, like, you know, we're going to start like closer to seven. You will just declare like everybody's on their own. Yeah. You just eat like, before you show come. up with, show up with something, eat, you know, yep. show up with something to eat or have eaten or have before you get eaten. there. Yeah. 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 Which is how my, my game usually goes is um, either you've eaten when you walk in the door or um, you are showing up with something or sometimes that means you're waiting on the DoorDash to show up, you know, a couple minutes after you do. Right. Yeah. All of those things are great. Um, so. So we, so we kind of, and then my other group, what we do is like, we have the option to eat together and order out dinner. So like my, my ox group with, with Chris and um, Bob and Jerry, we will just say like that week we'll be like, Hey, um, cause I have it planned like in my cat, like in my um, menu for the week, in my mm-hmm. menu for the week, I don't plan a meal on Sunday evenings. Yeah. Because you like, have I, an expectation that you will all be doing the meal the way that you're about to describe i won't steal your thunder exactly my right jump in and exactly. say it so so it's not like i'm it's not like it's not like oh i was gonna make this thing but instead we're gonna eat out like i'm yeah. expecting no. to eat out on sunday nights in fact it is my treat actually yeah. yeah it's budgeted and it's my treat on sundays to eat out so on in that group we have a discussion each week where do we want to order out from or where do we want to go to get food yeah. And the option, it's totally optional. You don't have to opt in. So sometimes some like, you know, somebody will be like, oh, just, you know, go ahead and get stuff without me. Uh, like, I'll show up. I'll bring like I'll show up with my own dinner. Yeah. And it's totally fine. Like, there's no hard no. obligation on that. No, but I think the social aspect is actually specifically that when you can, you all eat together before yes. the game, whether you all eat from the same place or not. Like, not that's a big optional. Deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. Uh, you know, like that for that one, it's not a big deal for, like I said, Sean likes to cook. So we often do, uh, Sean will often offer to make something and that is, you know, his time. So we compensate that with some money and, you know, the rest of the ingredients, like we don't make Sean lay out everything, but if he's going to grill, then what else can we show up with? And if there isn't much, like if for whatever reason he has like buns and everything else, then I, you know, we will totally then just kick in some money. Yeah. So to go back to Nissa's original comment, and I think this gets us close to the conclusion, I think treating your group, 
treating your GM, whatever, with bribes, large or small, showing up, for instance, with just the GM's favorite snack or favorite drink. It's totally great, right? I think that if you have the time, if you have the money, um, and in whatever you're treating with is in consideration to how people eat, what they can, can't eat, etc. I think all of those things are great. I think the only pitfall, literally the only pitfall to this is if one of these things accidentally becomes a like becomes a precedent and that it starts happening and you have either put undue financial time constraint whatever onto yourself or somebody else in the group. And so that part's super easy to head off. Yeah. With communication. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> the answer to everything in games. <laughs> exactly. Communicate. But have just stopping and having that talk. Like bef- yeah. like if it happens once, it's great. The second time it happens, you should be like, hey, BT we should probably Yeah, BT, yeah. we should probably talk about this. Is everybody comfortable taking turns paying for pizza, you know, each session? Right. Or is everybody just no? Oh goodness, so sorry. Everybody just know I, I this is the second time I'm buying everyone pizza, but I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't next like session. next week you guys are on right. your own. We're all back to buying our own yep. food or whatever, right? Like just, you know, clarity now, I, and transparency up front with, you know, what your intent is. Yeah. Now I will also say this. There have been times in my game group where people have been unemployed and mm-hmm. the group has been like, You do not need to chip in. Yeah, like, and that's like that's different. We've, like, again, we've all got you. Again, like, that's an expectation, right? Yes. That everyone else has had a conversation maybe together. Yep, absolutely. That they're comfortable covering, etc. Yeah, yeah, so again, bribery, bringing stuff for the group, <laughs> that kind of thing, it's awesome. Just... You know, make sure that you make sure that no one feels pressured by it by just having a simple conversation or stating some boundaries. I yeah. think that's, yeah. But I, I love it. And I actually have plans. I plan on making more stuff for my group. But I also don't plan on cooking, like, my Tuscan chicken pasta for them. Like, no. I love those guys, but I'm not doing that and then have to try to get to the and table. Like, I would do that game. for them. I would do that yeah. for them on a Saturday night. Yeah. Right. Like when we're like when we're not gaming, like, hey, we're going to watch a movie because then I could do a bunch of cooking and then I could go relax. And you on could the couch. Sit down and relax and not <laughs> yeah. have to worry about. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. that's a big thing. But the one other thing I was just going to mention is like, I think as humans, um, food plays a large part into our social strata sometimes. So I think part of the reason that we like to do things with food and snacks and stuff around gaming is because it is part of our social circle. And it is a way that we do tend to express care. So, you know, I like it as a, 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 a love language of friends. I mean, yeah, a love language of everybody, but like it's a love language you can show to your friends really easily um, when it fits the conditions, like we said. Yeah. And I think if you are the kind of person who that is a love language for, then I totally get it because I know it's becoming one for me. Like I am yeah. really loving cooking for the people that I care for. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cool. So, very cool. All right, cool. Look, I you know, I don't know if you knew you were going to get 36 minutes of talking about eating in games, you know, before know, games, but whatever. <laughs> but that's what happens. Like, yep. like we say in the outro, we can turn literally anything into a show topic, <laughs> proving thus so today. Okay. Send up. Yeah. Um, in order for us to get out of here, are you prepared to tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network? No, but I'm going to make one up. 
make one up right now. Cool. Oh, should I just make up a different show? Okay. Uh, no, you, it has to actually no. be a real show. Pandas organizing closets. We promised this like four years ago for April Fool's Day. We never did it. Maybe we still will. Okay, cool. But for reals, if you enjoy this show, you may also enjoy the Gnomecast, which is another show on the Misdirected Mark Network, um, on which we have a bunch of gnomes from Gnomes 2 talking about articles that they have written and seeing if they are cool enough and funny enough and entertaining enough to stay out of the stew. And I will tease you with there may be there may be a crossover episode coming someday soon. Maybe. We'll see. Might be like the closet episode. Might never happen. We'll never come we out. We may have apparently. to kill Kang the Conqueror first, but if we do that, <laughs> there may be a crossover episode. Anyway. Um, cool. Yes. Anyway. Um, Senda, where do we find people on the internet? Where do we find people on the internet? Well, where that sounds we- ridiculous when I say it like that. Senda, where do people you find, find us, us on the internet? <laughs> Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on uh, forums.misdirectedmark.com, which is the Misdirected Mark forums. You can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. Or you might be able to find us on the Tiki Talkies. Have fun. It'll be great. It's like a treasure hunt. Come say hi. Happy (laughs) hunting. Cool. Phil, once they have that information, what can they do with it? Like Nissa did tonight, uh, throw us a topic. Like I said... I'm not kidding when I say we'll turn it into a topic, right? Like if it's a, if it's about gaming, we'll figure out a way to talk about it. We have been doing this forever. I think combined, what are we at? Something like 60, like 70 years of gaming. Combined GMing, combined gaming, or combined gaming, podcasting? Combined gaming. Nah, combined oh, okay. gaming. Uh, how old am I? <laughs> I know I how got, old you are. Okay, cool. I think I got 20 years on your 40. Okay, okay, so we got sixty. We got sixty years of I sixty mean, years 22. of two. So sixty-two years. years. <laughs> sixty-two years. It, we are almost ready to retire. Um, <laughs> sixty-two years of gaming experience. I guarantee you, in one way or another, we have either done it correctly or incorrectly. Probably or yes. both. All probably of the above. both, and yes. several of them I have probably done many multiple times. <laughs> um, so the point is. And this has been our point for a while now, right? We're here to make GMing and playing more fun by taking the bits that are um, not as much fun for you and trying to give you tips and tricks for making those things easier. For the simple purpose of this, the more you enjoy GMing, the more games you will GM, the more players that will get to play, the more times you will get to play, and the longer you will persist in this hobby. And that is what we are here for. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna I'm a game designer, but I'm gonna say this right now. Games come, games go. What stays is players and game masters. Like like and the more you stay, the more cool games you can play. Right? Yep. That's okay, what we cool. want. <laughs> All right. If you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, consider supporting our Patreon. Uh, our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons of the show get access to the Bamboo Lounge, the Misdirected Mark After Show, and, and I think this is the most important part, our Slack Room. Uh, our Slack Room is fantastic. I love them. Love them, love them, love them to pieces. Uh, we talk about everything. We talk about the serious stuff. We talk about the not serious stuff. We talk about geekdom, role-playing games, people just venting about the things that frustrate them at work. It's all there. It's all very human. Uh, we also have a Friday luncheon where we have a number of people, a lot of regulars, and then some guest stars who pop in from time to time uh, who come in and just hang out on our Zoom on Fridays at lunch. 
Uh, it's chaotic. It's I, I won't lie to you. It's it, the whole thing's kind of messy and people talking over each other with lags and stuff like that. I mean, it, but, it has it has the limitations of Zoom and yeah. it's just the reality, but it's it still is, fun. It is what it is, um, and it's a time for us to kind of hang out and just be together on a Friday, kind of for some who are already started their weekends and for others who are like starting their Fridays to get ready for the weekend, but it's time for us to kind of hang out and share. Anyway, um, it, it's fun. If you're supporting our Patreon campaign, we thank you very much. If you're unable to support our Patreon campaign, we understand completely. There is a thing that you can do. It's going to involve a little bit of your time. We know your time is important. So it matters to us if you can do it. Um, and we're greatly appreciative if you can. Senda, what is that thing? Well, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice or like all the podcatchers. I don't care if you feel really inclined you can go out and leave reviews everywhere. That's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, anyway, um, you can, so basically you can review us somewhere if you like us. Uh, we really appreciate that. That's a way to let strangers know that you enjoyed the show and hopefully they will also start listening. Um, or you can just tell a friend, you know, um, do the thing where you show up outside of someone's window with a boombox on your shoulder, but this time it's playing like the Pandas Talking Games theme song. Um, it'll be great. Tell a friend. There we go. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Say, Senda, what fabulous thing are you going to make for your game group the next time they get together? This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Check, check. Got some waveforms. Uh, Gotta grab some water real quick. Water. For all the people who hate the sound of eating and drinking, we apologize. Moving that was on. for you. <laughs> all right, you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Not just Mike, just a little. There we go. Okay. Bloop. Are you doing that so that I can put it into the normal outtakes? <laughs> put the uh-huh. rest of that nonsense into the bamboo lounge? Okay. Yeah. Cool.